Pace Line is a production of The Cycling Independent with support from our generous subscribers and from Shimano North America. From the Cycling Independent, this is The Pace Line, the podcast on two wheels. I'm Patrick Brady, and with me is my co-host, John Emlin Robot Lewis. Each week, we take a look at how cycling fits in our lives. Um, is it true that we both have other things intruding upon our lives other than just cycling right now? Yes, I am cycleless. I am living in, a, in the COVID swamp. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah. Apparently, I was naughty. <laughs> well, you didn't wash your hands as much as you should have. N- no, I think what I actually did was attend a super spreader event. Oh. Yes, I went to a very large indoor volleyball tournament uh, with my son, who plays volleyball, mm-hmm. and... uh. We, everyone in my family came back with COVID and at least half of his team has it. Oh my gosh. That, I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's a plus grand spreader event. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm sort of half expecting to read about it in the news. <laughs> like, like when, uh, there were 40 odd cases of measles at Disneyland. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just waiting for someone to, like, uh, take this, you know, like one of those uh, bulletin boards with the strings all connecting people <laughs> and places. I'm waiting to see that. Right, right. And you'll be, you'll have turned out to have been sitting next to patient zero. Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm. Something like that. Uh, you, you also have a challenge, which you alluded to in our pre-show conversation, and I'm anxious to hear more about uh so i went out for a mountain bike ride yesterday after work um you know squeezed it in between uh what was late afternoon light and utter dark and on my way back um i had what uh what some people would call a mishap um it was not solo though um so I had passed some people um, on the kind of the access road coming out of the park and got onto this big dike that overlooks the lake and was honestly really kind of drilling it. I was feeling pretty good. I'm going hard. And all of a sudden I looked down and there is this bright, bright, bright light coming through my legs. Uh, Yeah, it's someone approaching from behind. Yeah, and I I turned and looked over my shoulder and there was brightness like uh 2 feet from my butt. Um it, if even that. Um and I did I reacted in a way that is um atypical was not especially helpful. Um uh and the product of being completely and utterly startled. Uh I went 
pull out of the way. I thought I was being run over by either an e-motorcycle or an e-bike. Um, and uh, so I went to pull left and hit my brakes to get out of the way of this thing. And I think I actually kind of hit the brakes more than I pulled left. Um, and sudden, suddenly there was, um, well, a dude sailing over me. He was actually, it turns out it was someone I, I knew from the local cycling community. Uh, he had been on an elliptic cycle. Uh, so an elliptico sort of thing, you know, elliptical type, trainer thing but this one is made for the out of doors and going places and seeing things and he sailed over me and uh by some method i came to rest on top of his ellipticycle and uh yeah i am contuded <laughs> i i feel as though this is one of those lesser known Dr. Seuss books you just <laughs> recounted to me. Right, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm not entirely sure an elliptocycle is a real thing. Uh, I wouldn't, ha- you know, the funny thing was when I was coming up behind it, I noticed that there was no seat on it. The dude was standing. People stand on their bike all the time, but I was going hard enough that I really wasn't doing any math in my head. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, um, borderline old at this point. Um, and you know, for me, uh, heart rate of 150 is pretty stinking hard. And that's where I was. I was in the definitely going hard zone and not thinking too critically. Uh, but I noticed there was no seat on the thing as I passed it, but like, I'm on my own ride. I'm doing my own thing. I, you know, there was more than six feet between us when I passed. I wasn't buzzing anybody. I wasn't interrupting anything. Um, I was in my own little world that was suddenly, uh, as it turns out, he tells me the, the light was only 300 lumens. Um, but it felt like there was a motorcycle headlight between my legs. Um, felt it looked like, uh, yeah, yeah. So how did how did this actually shake out? Did was there I mean was how did he account for his behavior? Uh, he he mostly only said f me f me f me using the uncontracted word uh in place of that. Um I made some mention of, you know, not cool uh and you know, I was like I'm I'm not interacting with anybody. I'm out here on my own. I am doing my own thing. I am not trying to race anybody. He said, well, you know, you race bikes for long enough. You see somebody come by fast, you're going to get on their wheel. And I'm like, you're not going to say anything. Um, And he, you know, yes, I had earbuds in. I was listening to a book, but the, the volume was low enough that had anybody said, boo, I'd have at least heard enough to pull an earbud out and take note. He hadn't said anything. Uh, And yeah, so there wasn't much in the way of actual accounting. Uh, I did get a a note from him on Facebook Messenger after the fact saying he was hoping I was okay. That was nice. Uh, You know, the fact that I actually knew this person certainly uh, had some measure of me restraining some of the things that might otherwise have come out of my mouth in the moment. So 
if I have this right, <laughs> it's dark. It's borderline dark. You know, there's still there's still pinkish red in the sky. Both of you are running lights, though. No, I'm not. You're not running a light. I'm not running a okay. light because I'm going to be home before it's utterly dark. Okay. Uh, Part so of the it's, reason I'm going so fast. It's hard dusk, mm-hmm. and you're rushing to get home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you go by a person on an elliptocycle, which is a curious contraption. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Um, I, I do know uh, that some people use it to rehab injuries. Yeah. Um, but okay, so you're on the, you pass this elliptocycle. And you're going pretty hard, and this person decides to try to jump your wheel. He did use the word draft. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I you know in my in my moment of incredulity, after well, sorry. Continue with your your. depiction of what happened well i'm just you know i i'm trying to i guess it's just so nonsensical to me Mm. yeah 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 and let i don't want to come off i don't want to like throw this guy all the way under the bus and if he's listening you know i'm sure he feels bad in ways in addition to whatever damage he suffered. And I, and I don't want him to feel too terrible because I've made some dumb decisions like, well, I won't say like this, but I have, I have made some dumb decisions, but the idea that you would at dusk try to draft a mountain bike on an ellipticycle is insane to me. Mm, I it's not a choice I would have made. And I can't tell whether my covid fog brain is just failing to put it together or whether it's just as preposterous. As it feels. Um, I can tell you that, you know, once I had rolled myself on to the gravel from being on top of his rather heavy device, um, I the 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 word that comes to mind right in the moment right now uh to describe my state at the time was uh incredulity right it's uh, like you've been attacked by some strange beast yeah i you know part of this i got to say um i have had a few interactions with e motorcycles uh, on trails recently. Um, and for whatever we might say about people who are relatively new to cycling and taking off down trails on e-bikes, uh, and maybe them needing a little bit more, um, education, um, about being out there, what might be helpful to them, what might be helpful to others, you know, I've I've never had like really strong feelings about that, but the e-motorcycles that I've encountered, the riders have been um first rate um 
oh, I can't say that on this program. Um, I have enjoyed those encounters and this whole thing. All I was thinking was, God, I got to get out of the way and get away from this. And I um, apparently I hit the brakes uh, before I had pulled to the left as much as I had intended. You were you were startled. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, There was an element of panic in there as well. I mean, the light was immediately behind my rear wheel. Yeah. 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 Sure. Not anything I expected to see at all. Well, I mean, we we should move on from this because I do think we've combed through it. And and I think uh, me trying to make, I I can continue to try to make sense of it, but. That's just, we're not going to make much headway here. We're not going to make much sense. I'm uh, contused, um, not concussed, but yeah. Uh, So, well, yeah. So moving right along, I did suggest that we do a show of nothing but pace line picks because Christmas is approaching and we were actually supposed to do this show last week. Uh, I don't, I don't like being a slave to consumerism, but I also know that, you know, there are people in my life who like to buy me presents and I am impossible to shop for. Uh, I don't, I, I don't intend to make it difficult for people that I I'm not out to make it hard, but I'm hard to buy for. And so that has certainly led my way in this. Yeah. I, one of my wife's per, perennial frustrations with getting me things is that I have very obvious interests, mm-hmm. bicycles, mm-hmm. but the things I like are very specific. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm reminded of a, a Christmas in the late 1980s where my mother had asked me for uh, a Christmas list, you know, of things that I would like. And uh, I I came up with a bunch of really cool things. Um, that was this was back in the era of the wireless catalog and whatever the companion was from, you know, public radio. Mm-hmm. And they had all these cool glow in the dark things. And so, like, I had basically circled every glow in the dark thing in their catalog. Um, youth, what can I say? She got me like, I don't know if there were eight things on the list. She got me like two things. And I was like, well, mom, why'd I, why did I bother with the list? And she said, well, it wouldn't be any fun if, you know, I gave you only things that were on your list, only the things that you were expecting to get. And I said, mom, that's never been a problem in my life. You have never got me all the things that I put (laughs) on my list. You know, how about next year? Just, just once as a pure, you know, a pure empirical gathering research experience. Let me, let me have that experience of utter dissatisfaction of getting all the things that I wanted. I want to see just how (laughs) dissatisfied I will be in that experience. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the picks. <laughs> uh, all right. You first. Okay. Uh, well, as as you said, riding bikes can be. It's a really stuff intensive hobby that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure most people feel this constant tension that I feel between between sort of wanting better stuff 
but actually just wanting less stuff altogether. And so I'm constantly purging my inventory of like bike clothing and accessories because I live in a small house, but also because hanging on to things that I'm not using actually gives me more stress than needing things that I don't have. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all that amounts to a focus uh, on on good things that last. And I often struggle with our pace line picks because what I use in my riding life is a reasonably small number of products I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully if people... Uh, are trying to help their their loved ones get to the good stuff in cycling um they can direct them to this podcast uh, or they can just get the stuff for themselves so here here are a few of those things um the craft siberian glove it's it's actually the siberian 2.0 but it's the same cold weather glove i've been wearing on the bike for more than a decade um oh. yeah What's good about it? Well, it's comfortable. It's warm. And by warm, I mean it's effective in the range from sort of the high 20s to the low 40s, which is a kind of the winter sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not it, 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 it's not warm enough for the frigid, frigid days, uh, but it's really the workhorse of my winter riding. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can put like a liner underneath it also to take it even lower in temperature but Mm. it's affordable 65 bucks retail um it's durable uh i think it's pretty close to perfect so if you're riding in cold weather uh, i can't imagine why you wouldn't want a pair of these gloves Mm. cool next for me the solomon essential wool hooded base layer um there's a million base layers in the world. Uh, this one isn't even a cycling specific thing, but it's the warmest, most breathable, most comfortable base layer I own. Wow. It's the one I will grab every single time if it's clean. Uh, and to that end, it's highly odor resistant, so I can wear it multiple times before washing, and I will. <laughs> um <laughs> I like the hooded version, especially because when it's really cold, that hood, which is a sort of a tight fitting scuba style hood, Uh it goes right up over my head. I put a thin wool beanie on and I'm all set. Excuse me. I I ride in it. I ski in it. I run in it. I love that. I love that thing. It's 120 bucks, so it is not cheap, but I will likely buy more of them because they're that good. Mm. Um, another non-bike item that is lights out on the bike in wintertime is the Craft Glide Wind Tight. Um, these are windproof in front, breathable in back. Mm-hmm. They're sort of loose-fitting tights, if that makes any sense, if that oxymoron, uh, holds. Yeah, more um, of a pant than tights. They are so in between. Oh, really? Huh. They are. They're like a close, very close-fitting pant. Okay. Or a loose-fitting tight. I the, don't know. The, the skinny jeans of the of the uh, outdoor set. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and so they fit close, but there's no com- there's not really compression, which I like. That little bit of air between skin and fabric is where that good warmth lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also what makes them comfortable. Mm. Um, 
and they move really well. Um, so these are 130 bucks. But like most of Kraft's stuff, they'll last you a decade or more. I've got a 10-year-old pair. Um, I also wear them for winter hiking and cross-country skiing, which is what they're made for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have one last pick, and it's a bike, um, but not a specific bike. It's, it's one great bike. Mm. Uh, if you love to ride, and if the bike is a part of your life every day then I think you should invest in a bicycle that is everything you could want. I'm a person who's sometimes cheap with myself. You know, in the back of my mind, I maybe don't feel I deserve really great stuff. Because as an athlete, I'm nothing special. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that's kind of a joyless mindset. And my, my wife has actually encouraged me, when I'm getting a new bike, which is not very often... To kind of go for it. And the results have been really, really satisfying. I'm not I'm not ever looking for a bike anymore. I'm always looking for my bike. Uh-huh. Um, if that makes any sense. So so I don't I don't ever bring a new bike into my home unless I think I'm gonna have it basically forever. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously you can you can't always know. Uh, but I have abandoned transactional and seasonal bike buying like, oh, I'm going to get this now and ride it a little and then move it on. I just don't do that anymore. I have been fortunate to work for a custom builder, so I own three custom bikes, uh, which were literally built for me. But I don't think anyone's I don't think a person's perfect bike necessarily needs to be custom. I'm just saying that. Once you're in this cycling life, you know, you're sort of in and budget concerns are real, but maybe bikes aren't the place to save money. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe they're the place to go all in. And I'd suggest maybe the time to do that is now. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because life is short and joy is priceless. And bike companies have a glut of inventory. That is all that's discounted. also true that is also true yeah I, you can I mean, get a, I'm, I'm, you can get a great deal on one great bike yeah yeah and i'm with you on you know it doesn't need to be custom to be awesome uh you know my my ibis ripley that i was riding yesterday at the point that you know i saw the band of green in the sunset as i was flipping head over whatever i adore that bike Oh my gosh, I adore that bike. Um, but you know, it's it's the same carbon fiber frame they'll sell to anybody else. They um, sold me one, and yep. I also adore that bike. Yeah. Uh it's having ridden a whole lot of full suspension mountain bikes, um, it's one that I get on and it's just always right. Yeah. Yeah. I I I, I think it's a superior bike for me and for the kind of riding that I do. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, maybe someone is a roadie or they're a, you know, whatever, whatever you are. I just think, I just think it's a great time to make that leap to a great bike, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're not in one of those periods where things are rapidly changing right now. 
we've, you know, to the degree that you'll ride 29 inch wheels, we've settled on that's a really good size. Uh, even the companies that pulled back from that and we're doing 27.5 only like giant, they've gone back to making 29ers. Mm. Um, and you know, where, uh, where suspension technology is, is really good. Uh, shifting, you know, drivetrains, brakes, all that stuff is really, really, really good these days. Um, yeah, December, January, these would be really good months to buy a really nice bike. Yeah, yep, yeah, that is right. Alrighty, we're going to take a break and we will be back in just a minute. The Pace Line is brought to you in part by Shimano North America and their new 105 12-speed mechanical group set. Over the last few seasons, the refined ergonomics and technology of their Dura-Ace and Altegra groups have arrived at the affordable 105 level. 12 speeds smooth out Shimano's already category-leading shifting technology, and the new 105 is reliable, simple to use, and easy to maintain. Available with either an 1134T or 1136T cassette, paired with a 5034T or 5236T chainring setup, riders can climb more comfortably with an efficient cadence and still have big enough gears to prevent spinning out mid-descent or when sprinting on the flats. Okay, we're back with the Pace Line, the podcast on two wheels. Let's hear your list. Okay, well, I'm going to begin my poll of picks with a suggestion I wish someone in my family would buy for me, except that I've already really scored this year, and I'll be honestly embarrassed if people haul off and buy any of these things. But this is this is how I am as a covetous little person inside. Experiences, not stuff, right? Well... I suggest an entry into an event you or yours wants to do. When I think back on all the cool things that I did this year, two of the coolest, uh, one literally, uh, were the races that I did. <laughs> Bogs, it was, I, you know, we had snow flurries at one point in the day. Um, it's funny to me that I count racing in cold rain and the occasional snow flurry as um, fun. <laughs> There's something wrong with that, but I like it. And giving such a gift isn't the easiest thing in the world to do because there are release forms and categories to choose and such. So this is the sort of thing where, you know, if it were me, I'd buy a card and draw a coupon for one free event entry. I even drew dashed lines like it's perforated. Mm -hmm. um, goofy, but effective. Um, you know, it's it. It contains it continues to be a mainstay, you know, when I when I give something where there's not a physical thing right on the spot, mm. I do it in a card along those lines and possibly given in the same fashion. A weekend getaway with your sweetie can be a terrific gift. Uh, obs, there's no sort of price range on this, um, you know, so it's up to what works in your budget. For the person who wants to go, as I like to say, allez gros ou allez la, uh, allez, man, I can't speak this morning. Uh, <laughs> well, not French anyway. Yeah. <laughs> allez maison. Um, may I suggest a whole bike tour? Hobbs. 
This works best for the couple who both ride. Um, I can recommend my friend uh, Peter Easton's company, Velo Classic, for who for anyone who wants to do proper road touring in Europe and wants to hit, you know, some of those places made famous uh, by the great races. Um, for those with a spouse who maybe doesn't ride uh, or rides just a bit, but not as much, and you want an experience that works for both of you, I would suggest Backroads. Uh, they do a really nice job of catering to anyone who shows up. It's really a pretty impressive operation. And for flat bar types, I would highly recommend Western Spirit. Uh, I've done two tours with them, one of them actually on the road, um, but they do an incredible job. Um, and apparently, it, if you're one of their tour guides, you have to have some sort of latent desire to be a chef because their food is just outrageously good. You know, s- standing among tumbleweed in the middle of nowhere and, you know, they're pulling out these dishes that are like, I I think I'm going to need fourths. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do a really nice job. Now, I do believe good gear can make for a better experience. So I do have a certain taste for stuff. Uh, but I believe in gifts that are memorable, maybe things you wouldn't necessarily buy for yourself. So no, a set of tires is not my idea of gift giving. If my wife got me a set of tires, I'd be stoked, but go on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Loyal listeners won't be surprised when I lead with thermal bib shorts. Uh, My favorites among these are made by Sportful, Castelli, Giordana, and Pearl Izumi. They all benefit from a fabric treatment that makes water beat up and run off Uh, in a direct spray. You're still going to get some wet, but it won't just immediately soak through. If you really want to do something cool, you could add in knee warmers, leg warmers or both. And that way you've got everything that you'd ever get in in shorts, knickers and tights. Boom, done. And I yeah, I, I just. I don't see. I don't see thermal bib shorts out there among the populace. And man, it made such a difference in my life from the very first pair I ever tried. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Another piece of gear is the Sportful Fiandre No Rain Cap. I'm a big believer in caps when it's raining or just otherwise kind of wet. This one is made from Polartec Neo Shell, uh, which is just a fancy way of saying it's waterproof. It's not cheap at $75, but it's thinner than a normal cycling cap, so it fits under a helmet pretty easily. Right. Uh, And, oh my gosh, you know, in rain, that's so much better than like cold, wet cotton, Um, (laughs) which is all I had to work with for a long, long time. Being considerate of other people on trails and paths is always nice. And if there's someone in your life who could use a bell, I would suggest the Nog Oi Lux bell. So this is a narrow ring shaped bell that produces a clear and rather musical 80 decibel ding. I've had several of the Oi classic bell, but the spring always bent because I pulled too hard. I'd get too worked up about, I I need to let these people know I'm here. And I'm, you know, the hammer would end up bending back because I bent the spring from pulling too hard. The Oi Lux Bell has a different hammer with a better spring, and I've yet to have any trouble with it. 
the classic goes for 20 bucks, but the $40 of the Lux Bell is worth it because it will last more than twice as long, I can attest. Um, and it also has a much more stylish look. No plastic to be seen. Um, so I think it's meritorious for gift giving. For the home mechanic whose tools may be lacking or incomplete, uh, I'd submit, uh, uh, I'd recommend the Silka HX1 Home Essential Kit. The quality of these tools is exquisite. It's it's Silka, and what Josh does there is just top to bottom, uh, top notch. These Allens are L-shaped and have a ball tip at the long end. Um, and are made from S2 grade stainless steel and have a polymer coating for a grip. Uh, so they're not going anywhere. Um, there are eight Allen wrenches and an adapter for six Torx bits and four screwdriver bits. It all comes in a very stylish wood case. It goes for $99, but I think they undercharge for it. Honestly. Yeah. 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 That is a nice, uh, a nice thing to own. Yeah. I think I believe you can have those personalized as well. You can. You can. I haven't looked into the pricing on that. Um, if you'd like to give in a more charitable fashion, uh, that's something we sometimes do this time of year. I would recommend talking to your local Nika high school mountain bike team. Uh, I just went to the uh, first team meeting of the year for my son's team. Um and uh, looking around the room, I could tell, yeah, there are going to be some riders who could use help with fees uh, for both the league and the races, not to mention bike repairs and clothing. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I was identifying a few kids who I'm going to invite over to scour through some of the leftover clothing that I still have. Mm. <sighs> yeah. Um, People could also consider World, World Bicycle Relief that does great work. Yes. Um, and that's a, yes. that's a group we've given to in the past. Yeah, they do a, a really amazing job. Yeah, so those are my picks. I like it. I like it. Um I I I I have to give my family very specific guidance. And I, you know, as we went through some of those things, it's like you mentioned the um the ball tip on the long end of the Silka uh <laughs> Allen wrenches. And if you're if you've done any work on your bikes, you're like, yeah, of course, that that's necessary. You have to have that. But if you were not a cyclist, you wouldn't know that at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh if you're if you're new to working on bikes, um, the utility of that is not immediately apparent. Um, I'd been working in shops for a while before I encountered my first one. And I was like, oh, that's a thing. Yeah. You know, it, it, it was like when Star Wars came out. This is what I've been waiting for. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I yeah. I mean, I I love I have most of these items um, and I love them all. Um and I've had such a good year that if anybody gave me any of these, I'd be embarrassed. Um, I got to go to that writer's retreat back in October, and I'm, mm. I'm still just so thrilled with having gotten that experience. I made some good contacts. I've learned a lot of useful things. I'm also performing major surgery on a novel. <clears throat> mm. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, hey, bike stuff. Yeah. 
I also know, don't. I also don't need anything. I will be uh, mountain biking in New Zealand uh, the first couple weeks of January, Holy which is a, a luxury beyond luxuries, um, and is the product of a family wedding that happens to be taking place there. Um, but nonetheless, I don't really need stuff to add on top of that experience. So, that score major, major score. Yes, I'm sure we'll be talking about it. <laughs> yeah, we will probably need to find a special guest host for a week or two. It sounds like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one last thought on these these cold weather items that we've advocated. I can attest from considerable experience that getting something for riding in the cold really does help with the motivation to actually go out and ride in the cold. I think that's absolutely right. You know, um, it can be really daunting because it's dark, it's cold, it's all the things. Um, And any discomfort you can remove from that scenario uh, amps up the the possibility that you're going to go, but also the likelihood that you're going to enjoy it. Yeah. Well, it's that, it's that sheer possibility, the promise of like, oh, it's going to be cold, but I'm going to be comfortable. That's right. I mean, cold hands (laughs) will ruin even a great ride. Yeah. 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 That whole thing where it's kind of hard to operate the brake levers. Yeah. that, That will really interfere with your sense of fun. Yeah, and this, you know, I I recommended those craft gloves. That's that gloves. That is absolutely the thing. Is there they, you have all the dexterity with them, and mm-hmm. and when you start to get into the even colder weather gloves than the Siberian, dexterity really then enters the picture. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I understand. There's there there's sort of like physical limits, right? You can't make an individual uh, fingered glove, small and warm and all of the things you need to maintain dexterity past that point. But right up to that point, the craft Siberian is the correct glove. (laughs) (laughs) Very, very cool. Yeah. Well, that's how I feel about thermal bibs. I, you know, when I have those, uh, a nice clean set and I usually have some, you know, it's like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. (laughs) We got, thermal bibs uh back in the red kite prayer days yes um and that was my first pair and those are first on my body still quite often (laughs) this time Uh of year yeah yeah um all righty well that's a wrap on another episode of the pace line uh we'd love to hear your thoughts uh especially any other suggestions you have for people out of gift who things people ought to give for gifts i am tying my tongue today like uh, a few other occasions you it got run over by an elliptocycle so i'm not surprised okay yeah yeah maybe that's also contused uh yeah so hey when you stop by uh consider subscribing or toss something in the tip jar and hey uh every now and then if you would give us a review uh it helps other people find us um that's that's not a bad thing at all okay until next week i'm patrick brady with john lewis thanks for listening to the pace line <laughs>